Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Bel Air Radio for a special fall break edition. I'm here with Raven Sumner. Raven, are you ready for fall break? Yes, I'm so excited. You've been staying up, filling the late hours, trying to get your final projects done, haven't you? Yes, yes, yes. Um, very eager to present and show my classmates what I have done and very proud of my work. So you were in a class recently called Multimedia Storytelling. Yes. So we got a lot of good projects done. We took groups out to the Folk Festival, to the Central Carolina Fair. A lot of the students interviewed people that were close to them in their lives. So I thought what we could do today is play some highlights of that class. Would you like to hear some of that? Yes, I will. My favorite project was the podcast is get to interview all of my friends. It was very fun. Let's play some highlights, Raven, from your interview and also some of the interviews that your classmates did. Hi, everybody. My name is Raven Sumner. Today we are here with Jai Shalon. And this is Bel Air Radio. Today we have a special guest and her name is Whitney. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I'm a fresh woman at Bennett. My major is undecided right now. Um, and today we are going to ask Whitney a couple questions about battling college life versus personal life. Okay, first question, Whitney. How's been in college been for you? So far since I've been here, it's been like a month and some change. It's been a lot going on. I would say friend-wise, personal-wise, it's been a little bit of challenges here and there. But overall, I like the school in general. I like being here. You know, I feel like I'm a lot more at peace being here. It's a lot more space for me to get away. Like, I'm a very, I'm not going to say I'm an introvert, but I have my introvert ways. I like to be alone some days. I like to just walk around free. Free. <laughs> okay. And, um, Are you more comfortable on campus or on home? Or at home? Hmm. I'm going to say both, simply because at home, I kind of can still do what I do here. Like, I still like to walk around. I still like to be with myself. I still like to go places. I do the same thing here. So, I would say it's like both. But sometimes I do be missing home just because, like, my family-wise. But I would say both. Like, it's equal for me. Um, Why did you choose Bennett College? Um, I chose Bennett because... I felt as though the school had a lot to offer for me, not just the financial stability, but I felt as though because it was a smaller private school, I could get a lot more done, a lot more help as far as to go with like my schoolwork. Um, I felt like it would be easier for me to not get distracted or not get off course because in high school, I'm not going to say I was a bad student because I actually got my work and stuff done, but... I'm going to just say that a lot of stuff played into distracting, like friends, relationships, all types of stuff. But I felt as though when I came here, I was going to be grounded. And it's a lot of my teachers, like, they helped me stay grounded, make sure I'm focused. Like, the friends I have, they help too. Like, they not adding fuel, like fuel to the fire in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you balance your friends from home and from college? I really don't balance them. Whoever talked to me, I talk to them. You talk to me, I talk to you. It's like, no. But, like, I'm going to say my friends from home, like, 
a few of my close friends from home, like, they go to school, too. Like, my best friend goes to Spelman, and then I got two of my mm. other friends. They are back at home. Like, they go to school at home. So, it's like, we still talk here and there. Like, the only time, like, we get to really hang out with each other is, like, during breaks. Like, school breaks. Like, summer break, Christmas break. Like, you know, okay. like, the regular stuff. Because we're not in high school no more. We can't go to each other's houses, like, after school or on the weekends, like how we used to. Oh, that's good that you accepted that because that's how me and my best friend is as well yeah like me and my best friend we facetime but that's still gang <laughs> it's ironic that both of her and her best friend both go to all girls school and you know what's crazy i was originally me and my best friend was supposed to go to spelman together but i decided just to come here like i said i feel like the school offered a lot more than spelman could not in a bad way not to play spelman because that is still a good school but sometimes it's okay to go in your different directions like mm -hmm. yeah she's like it will be a hard decision because we've been friends for so long it's literally just been us two for like the last eight nine years but sometimes you gotta like outgrow and like move and flourish on your own so it's like i'm not down in her going there and she's not down in me staying here oh how was it being a part of the powwow for you what was that like? It was great. This was one of the best ones we've had in a long time. Um, and actually, this was my 22nd. <laughs> my 22nd powwow. Scheduled to be my last as director of the agency. Mm. I will be retiring soon. Rick, can you tell me about how you found out about your heritage? And what does your heritage mean to you? Well, I um, have known about it. I was born and, and grew up um, in Robeson County, where the majority of the Lumbee people live. So I was born into it, and it was always, um, always knew who I was and who we were, and uh, never had to deal with, um, you know, defending myself as a native or anything until I moved away. And um, uh, I, when I graduated high school, I went to school in Chapel Hill and um, lived there for, um, after I graduated for another 14 years, lived and worked there, and then came to Greensboro uh, to work at Guilford Native American Association in December of 2000. So um, growing up, I mean, you knew, we knew who we were and we were brought up in our culture and everything, but when, um, when you move outside of your tribal communities, um, things are different, especially if you don't uh, fit the stereotypical mold of um, Indian with the, you know, the long hair and the feathers and all that stuff. What would you say to those young people who had stories of their grandmothers and grandfathers telling them that they are part of the Native American culture? I would say um, spend some time researching the history um because you're always probably going to find someone out there probably in your family maybe some of the elders uh who can give you some information that will um start you on the path you know to finding finding that information um i uh had a great conversation at the powwow on saturday um with this elderly black woman um she wasn't from greensboro but her son lived in greensboro and she had moved to greensboro to live with him because you know she was elderly and could no longer live alone and uh, we sat sat under the um 
tent, the elders' tent, and talked for about an hour uh, until someone called me to go do something. But um, I could have talked with her all afternoon, but we were talking about, you know, the Indian experience and uh, the black experience, you know, in history, the history of this country. And, and it was so amazing how many similarities there were, you know, and I would tell her a story and she'd say, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, she would tell me a story and I said, you sound just like my grandmother. <laughs> well, hello, Miss Weich. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, first off, I would like to know your name, your age, and what would you like to do with your life? Basically, your classification. Well, my name is Morgan Weich. I'm a junior biology major from Jonesboro, Georgia, and I'm 20 years old. Um, after this, I plan to go to graduate school and hopefully do something research-based, maybe a lab tech, something of that nature. So, why did you come to Bennett? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Well, I wanted to get out of state and Bennett is a very, very intimate, small school. Um, I didn't want to get lost at a big school, get overwhelmed and want to go home. And I took a tour here and I really liked it and I wanted to give it a try. My name is Zenga Muhammad. I am a first year graduate student in the MA History Program at NU. And I'm originally from upstate New York. In the history program, I am doing research on um, the African diaspora. Particularly, I'm looking into how um, Black Muslim women um, were able to preserve and retain Islamic uh, faith and traditions uh, during enslavement. Going back to your work creating the AIs for the womanist and feminist mm -hmm. movement, how are those AIs applied? Like, what's what's the goal for them to to do? other than like connect the minds of prominent black women ultimately it's creating our own virtual spaces and our own platforms so we conducted some research in which we looked up black women like just we looked at black women and we searched through the database and we found that honestly majority of the sites and majority of the images and portrayals of black women on the internet were uh, adult entertainment. Yeah, and we that and that was according to our uh, data analyst who conducted that research. So what she found was most of the images and the ideas of what people think, you know, about black women, it's through the adult adult entertainment industry. Not really mostly positive things about black women infiltrating the internet. And so what this particular project is called the Truth Project Under Good Mirrors is attempting to shift that and change that completely. My name is Erin Jackson. Um, I'm from Maryland and I'm a fresh woman majoring in elementary education, special education with a minor in JMS. And I'm Lucy Kalindikafe. I'm senior exchange student from Malawi and I'm also studying JMS. My name is Lanelle jones -Hodelson. Uh I'm a freshwoman here. I've been in college and my major is uh, elementary education and I'm from Syracuse, New York.
Hey everyone, I'm Samindi Petauru from Sri Lanka and I'm 22 years old. So I'm an exchange student studying at Bennett College here. I'm studying a lot of subjects, but back home I'm doing TESOL, which is teaching English to the speakers of other languages. So, yeah. So my first question for Lucy and Samindi was, what were your expectations of America or Americans? So... <clears throat> I expected, actually, to be honest, Americans to be, like, um, racist, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, I'm from a different country, mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, it's natural, like, when you're going to another country, to spend, like, a lot of time, so, I expect, like, people to be, like, um, racist. <laughs> I agree with you. I also yeah. expected a bit of racism and I thought they'll be rude because that's mm -hmm. the type of America that we sometimes see over yes. social media and television. So I thought it would be they'll be rude and like really mean to us, you guys. That's yeah. all I expected. And also I thought there'll be a lot of shootings, you know, like every day we'll <laughs> oh be ducking gosh. down and like <laughs> dodging a bullet. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, so that makes me a little bit scared. So how did y'all get here? Like what program So we are from um a program is UGrad, which is a global undergraduate exchange program. Uh, which like offers scholarships all around the world for students and um, everything is fully funded mm. so we don't have to pay for anything like um, accommodation um, I mean ranging from accommodation to um, food meal meal plans and um, a monthly stipend everything is like just to add on, uh, the program is funded by U.S. Department of State and World Learning Incorporation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why she's saying it's fully funded. And they mm -hmm. target um, young leaders and people who maybe have done community service or innovations from developing countries so that with their skills, they're able to come to America and experience the greater good because where we come from, some of these technologies don't exist. I'm a living example. I had mm -hmm. never seen what a radiotherapy ex um, machine looks like. And once I started shadow learning at Moses Cone, I got to see what it looks like. So they want us to have that type of experience. And that's why the program was there. Yeah. Well, have either of you ever been like far from home before this program? Oh, well, for me, um, I have never been like far from home. It was really hard. Like um, I was having mental breakdowns I was crying so hard I don't I know I can agree yeah <laughs> and uh, I remember Lucy suggested me to like <laughs> go see like a um a counselor, counselor. Yeah, yeah it was mm. that bad yeah it was mm. that bad but now I feel at home here oh yeah, it's, like, it's like when I when I go back to Sri Lanka it's gonna be like um home away from home like a mm -hmm. home thousand miles away oh my god <laughs> i know and well for me i've been away from home but not away for this long <laughs> two mm -hmm. months is and not definitely not away on my own for two months unless i'm at school mm -hmm. but in terms of being outside the country and being away from my family, yeah, I've been away, but this is just really different because, like, everything's on you. You're in a totally 
strange and different country and you're on your own having to figure out life and like in a way trying to figure out yourself as well was really hard but yeah two months down the line we're mm. able to do it <laughs> how long are you guys gonna be here in total like four months from august to december <laughs> okay um so was there any like major culture shocks yeah i definitely experienced a few um the m- biggest one i could say was how independent people here are Mm -hmm. like independence the independence is in different forms but then at the end of the day i can just still branch it up as one um in terms of friendships there were times you think you've made a friend but yeah you can go to their room but you're not friends in other aspects like you know i don't know like you think you're friends and then you want to go let's say eat somewhere um the cafeteria mm-hmm. you can't just because your friends in the dorms does not make you friends enough to go there and i was like okay it's us new because mm-hmm. back home so long as we click anyway <laughs> we can take each other anywhere those that and also yeah everybody's really just on their own here it's like people grow up <laughs> i don't know yeah for me there also was like culture shocks like I agree with Lucy, like, people here being independent is, like, a major culture shock. Like, um, okay, for me, for myself, I don't mm-hmm. even, like, ride an Uber alone back mm-hmm. home. So it was, like, it was, like, a, a big culture shock for me. Like, people here, like, especially girls, they travel alone, mm-hmm. which is good, I guess. Mm, and also, <laughs> <laughs> another culture shock is that, like, uh, people even, like, we don't know them, they're, like, come come to us and say hi mm-hmm. even though we are like strangers like back home um you say hi to people i mean if you are like really close like hey how are you doing we just i mean we like yeah i know you have to do it like out of courtesy but um we do it like only if people are like really close to us but here people do it like quite a lot so it was like a culture shock yeah, and another culture shock it was that um like people like students are really really friendly with um professors like mm-hmm. yeah like friendly to the point um they like um talk to each other like they're like friends mm-hmm. yeah so that was like a culture shock because we are not allowed to say like um we are not allowed to talk to them as just friends back home like we have to call them sir madam yeah. Definitely another cultural shock would be the dressing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> like showing a lot of skin. Yeah. Okay, I expected that, yes, mm-hmm. because of the movies, but I didn't expect that to be the case in class. Good afternoon. Welcome to Zai's Corner. We talk about anime, comic books, and anything nerdy. On this edition, we're doing a podcast and an interview. Today, we have a special guest, Steven Doss, a great friend and my roommate. So, Steven, what are some hobbies that you have? Well, I have a couple hobbies. I, w- I would probably say my biggest hobby is gaming. Was there a time in your life that it was generally bad for you? Oh, yeah. Um, there were several instances where I felt like it was generally bad for me. I remember I loved games so much, particularly when I got my first PC. Um, I loved games so much 
that that's all I wanted to do. My mom was in the shower one day and she told me to do my homework. And I said, no, I'm not doing my homework. I want to play the game. And she said, boy, if you don't, if you're not on your homework, by the time I get out, you're not playing it and I'm whooping you. Well, I cried. I was heartbroken. And I packed my little teddy bear in a bag, a couple, I think it was a can of Vienna's and some drink. I think it was a Dr. Pepper. And I ran away. I ran about a 20 minute walk away. And I ran to this mansion that was kind of near us. And it's usually one of these mansions. You can visualize it where it has a long driveway and the gates are closed. But today, for some reason, uh, the gates was open. I don't know if they were ordering food or whatnot. But I walked up in there, knocked on the door, and it just so happened to be owned by a police officer. Yeah, that's my luck. And I remember asking them, them having kids the same age as me. And I said, hey, where's y'all's t- uh, consoles at? We could play together. We could be friends. And they was like, what's that? We play outside. And I was devastated. I didn't think that was possible to just play. Like, I played outside as a kid, but I'd much rather stay inside and play games. And I remember the police officer said, was I being abused? And I said, no, I just didn't want to do my homework. And then she kind of got, like, a funny but serious tone. And she said, I'm going to take you back to your mom. And I went back. My mom was bawling. She was terrified. But she she was kind of happy that I didn't just get eaten by, like, a wild dog or something. So when I came back in, the police officer said, do you want me to arrest your mother? I said, no, I love my mother. And then she left, and I got whooped. Okay, I hear that you're giving me some, um, like, benefits and backfires to gaming. But what I was more of asking was, like, direct. Like, for example, one of your earlier examples was how kids can learn cuss words through games was there a time where you was imitating characters you saw or you was really engulfed to the point that you um was acting like i i mean yeah acting like the character or you was like believing in this world um i don't think so i don't think i directly uh did what characters or games were portraying or doing in my day-to-day life, I think I was able to separate it mostly. Yeah, I think I was able to mostly separate it. Hi, my name is Raven Sumner, and today I'm here with... Kalai Henry. Hi, Kalai. I heard you did a big interview recently. Yes, I did. Uh, what was the interview about? It was an interview with my mother who attended Bennett College. Wow, let's hear it. What made you choose Bennett, and was there in another college you wanted to go to? Um, well, I actually didn't want to go to school, but, um, I did, like, I I wanted to become a teacher, but I really didn't want to do college, but I chose Bennett because I had a cousin that went to Bennett, and, um, you know, I just wanted to try it out and see how it was. What was your best moment during college? If you remember. Okay, I have to say, like, one of my best moments was when I was a freshman. Of course, I was homesick. Never been away from my mother, you know. And the people that I met there 
was like very comforting to me. And my mom sent me a care package, like a Valentine package with like a teddy bear and a cake. And I felt, you know, that like even though I wasn't at home, she still made sure that I felt like, you know, I was at home. Send me one. You want to go to that? <laughs> and did you make any friends? And are you still friends with them to this day? Listen, I really, really did. Okay, so I did. I made a lot of friends, and I am still friends with a lot of them today. We might not see each other. We don't talk to each other every day, but we're definitely friends, like, on social media. Um, some friends don't live here in the area where I'm from, but they're still, they're still there, like, they're still supportive. They um they they make sure like if you know I'm okay. Now the you're in school, they make sure they you know they ask do you need anything like this. So when you make a friend, and then it like it's a friend for life, like really. Oh. If you had an opportunity, would you come back to finish your years? Hmm. I definitely will because I came to Bennett with a purpose to finish, to become a early childhood educator. I want to be a teacher in elementary school. So if I actually had the opportunity where I could do it and still take care of my family, I would definitely do it. you like your dorm room? If not, what did you not like about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was okay. Like, my freshman dorm, it was okay. Like, it wasn't nothing fancy like you all got with elevators and stuff, but it wasn't the sweets. Like, if I had the sweets like y'all got now, man, I, I probably would have really loved it. But it was, it was, the two years that I was there, I was in large hall. And then I, well, what was the second dorm I was in? Um, Fife? Was it Fife? I forgot the dorm I came back for my second year. But they were both, they, they were actually both for that time. They were both good dorms. Um, the people in the dorms were good. The RAs were good. Like, yeah. But... Yeah, I would like the elevators that you all had because those steps killed me. <laughs> wow, Kalai, that was a great interview between you and your mom. What is some advice that you learned from her after the interview? By making a friend here at Bennett, that is a friend for life, a sister for life. Well, folks, that's about all the time we have for this week's show. And most of the students have left for fall break. Raven, in fact, had to leave the studio, and she's gone back to the dorm to get packed up to leave for fall break, but she's going to join us on Zoom, and I, I think I, I can hear her coming in now. Raven, how are things over at the dorm? Hi, Miss Lipson. Things are great. I'm almost done packing, actually. Okay. Is there anybody around there? No, not at all. Everybody's gone. But Mr. Lipscomb, it's very dark and cold. The power's going out. I'm using a flashlight to pack. 
Oh, no. And there's nobody around? Nobody. My roommates already been picked up and left. Now, I hear like a kind of a wolf or something in the background. Does anybody have a dog in the dorm? What? No animals are allowed in here? Well, it sounds like a wolf. Is there a wolf nearby? Wait, I have to go check. Let me see. Alright, well, I've lost our connection with Raven, but I want to remind you all to tune in next week on Bel Air Radio right here on Sirius XM Channel 142 HBCU for our special Halloween episode.